Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, hello, gentle listeners. Welcome to Wish You All the Best, a personal podcast about modern dating from the perspective of a man who goes to therapy. Um, and I have uh, my guest for this episode uh, uh, is, uh, well, her name is, okay, so this is my first question. We type at each other so much and we send each other voice messages and video messages all the time. We've been pen pals for like two years. Do I pronounce your name Anna or Anna? It's, it works. It's good. Either one. I think I've switched. I think I like switched halfway through from Anna to Anna and I didn't know. And I'm just like. Uh, it's totally fine. Since I'm Ukrainian and I live in Portugal and I hear so many different ways of like people pronounce my name all the time different. So it works. It's good. It's okay. You don't have any preference at yeah, all. No preferences. Do you have a preference for what I, how I should pronounce it? It can be Anna. It can be Anya, which oh. is like less well, Anya. formal yeah this is quite like typical yeah in ukraine well, anya it sounds so much fun to say so i'm obviously going to go with that yeah good <laughs> okay 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 so my guest is anya uh she lives in uh uh, uh she's a ukrainian living in portugal mm-hmm. and uh she works for or you work for um uh, a dating app which is super interesting um so yeah, I, I guess can we can we start with the story of how we met? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so so I was on a dating app called Pure, um, which is I mean it calls it Pure calls itself a hookup app. It's a very um, of of all the apps, honestly, I've had kind of the best time with Pure, which like we can talk about that if we want to. It's kind of interesting, um, but it's an app where I would say like the vibe is be open and upfront and honest about what you're looking for. Um, and it's primarily around, you know, hooking up. So like physical intimacy, people looking just for something casual. Right. Um, but I will say like the one person in the past three years that I've really like connected to and sort of got emotionally involved with, I met on pure, um, but anyway, so we met there because you had a profile and I, I think you were just bopping around to different locations in the app, like trying to make sure that everyone was behaving. Yeah, um, I do. And I, I forget what we said, but I think we just matched there and started chatting. And because I'm a man on a dating app, I, I will chat with anyone who matches with me, at least for a little while. <laughs> um, I don't What was it like? Do you remember how we met? What was it like for you? Yeah. Um, I think I just, just to let you know, like what made your profile stand out from the rest is that you didn't look desperate. You're just like, okay, I'm here. You just like, it was very easygoing. Your profile had very easygoing wife and you had mm. like a series of different photos with a haircut. I think it was different. <laughs> yeah. And it was just funny and a little bit silly. And I thought, oh, this person like is not too desperate to get laid so maybe you know you can have actually a conversation with like (laughs) (laughs) and yeah then we started talking and it was actually very easy and fun and there was like healthy communication there was and it's very I think this is something that I see a lot is like (sighs) that it's it's rare when you are able to you know to have actually a normal conversation just like without getting things like i don't know even though like i do work like for we have like you mentioned about pure positioning on the market it's like a hookup app 
And mm. so when Pure was created, we had this idea that like Pure was like an Uber for sex. Then mm. it was 2014. And uh-huh. now we changed our branding. We just, we don't want to be like hookup app anymore. We just like mm. called like an honest dating app, you know, it, like obviously it's sex positive, mm-hmm. but it's more like about being like honest and upfront and open. And um, yeah, because I also use different dating apps and this is going to sound like weird. Like I'm promoting the app just because I work for it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I use different dating apps myself. Like I use dating apps for marketing research and I also use dating apps because I date. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's, cool about pure it's just like sometimes it's just like so straightforward and and easy that like you can easily filter people mm-hmm. and i feel like when we started talking it was just like nice conversation interesting healthy you know there was i don't know <laughs> um yeah because it's surprising now we have known each other for two years and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about dating adventures all the time uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like this is something that, and I can say specifically about men on dating apps, that it's it's difficult to build a connection. Like, not like even just, you know, just initial connection to have a conversation yeah. uh, with someone um, without getting like, without it being like sexual right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You hear, you hear that a lot. You hear women a lot say yeah. that men are like just so immediately sexual on the dating apps, um, which is interesting, right? Like I, I guess I have weird ideas about that, but like, um, well, I guess I should ask you first because you're 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 the expert here. Um, like, do you do you think that's just men? Like, are men that's just the way men are, or there are, are there like things that do you think there are thing like. Uh, like forces at play that sort of uh, encourage men to be overly sexual early on in the apps. You know what I mean? Um, or just, or just all just horny and lonely. <laughs> I think maybe it's related in a way to like our physiology, you know, and psychology as well. And also I, I get it why men are frustrated because like, for example, on Pure, we're going to have, let's say, it depends on the city because it's different everywhere, but it's going to be around 75%, like if, like if you're speaking about heterosexual users or bisexual yeah. 75% would be like male users and yeah, 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 yeah. would be women. And you have to make an effort just to be seen. You have to yeah. really make an effort and just like to stand out from the crowd, stand out from the rest. Um, yeah. So... So I don't know what it's related about. I read some books about it just to get an idea why men. Oh, interesting. Why. <laughs> um, and maybe it's related with the. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's like something like evolutionary thing and like psychological. You know how we want to feel like. Like men just want to be <laughs> dominating and. Maybe it sounds a little bit outdated because, like, we are living in 2022 and, like, the culture is changing and so on. But still, you kind of see the traces, like, of, um, like, of evolution and, and how men behave and how they want to, I don't know, 
to chase something they want. So they mm-hmm. be sometimes like a little bit aggressive. Mm-hmm. And the thing mm-hmm. is like some women actually like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, it's overwhelming. I just like, I speak a lot with men and women uh, on the app to get their experience. Mm-hmm. And I can hear that women, most of the time, I just like, they just like overwhelmed because mm-hmm. it's much, a lot of attention. It's really frustrating. It's just like, and men having different issues just because they're not able to get the attention they want. So. Mm-hmm. I, okay. So I have, I have a, I would love to hear your opinion of my weird little theory about this. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of what you're saying is correct. Right. I mean, I mean, I think all of what you're saying is correct, but um, right. Like it, it doesn't take that many men. Like if there are, you know, in some city, let's say 7,500 men and 2,500 women, right. Just to make it easy. It, it, you don't need all of those men to be really, really aggressive to flood the women with attention. Like you just, you, it only takes like 10% of the men to be really, really hyper aggressive to make all the women feel like they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of men who are, uh, clawing for their attention. Right. And that can be overwhelming. That's just kind of the nature of the internet. And, and we, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's just 10% of men. I have no idea. I have no idea what men, other men are like in the privacy of their own, you know, dating apps. Um, uh, but you know, anywhere from like 10% to 90% of men behaving that way is going to be super overwhelming. Right. Um, my, my weird theory about this though, is that like, I think, and I think this is true across cultures for the most part, but I, th- I think men are socialized to not be, well, we're not taught to value like intimate, healthy friendships, right? I, th- I think as men, we, we tend not to, and I'm a man, so I've never been a woman. I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but like from what I've read, from talking to friends, like I think women have an, I don't say easier time, but uh, maybe easier time sort of feeling heard, feeling connected, uh, feeling understood by other people in their friendships. Mm-hmm. Whereas men um, being vulnerable and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, Oh no, boohoo men too much here. You know, I'm just trying to like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. I, I found that I had to do a lot of work. I had to get over a lot of difficult habits and, and overcome a lot of things where like the inside of my brain was like saying, no, 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 don't talk to your friend about this. That's bad. That's gay. You know, like that's whatever bad. Yeah. Um, where, right. So there were a lot of just sort of like internal barriers where I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to, or I wasn't expected to be vulnerable, be honest, uh, be emotional, uh, ask, ask to be seen right by my, by my male friends or even by my female friends, but like platonic friends. Right. Anyway, so the reason I think that makes all dudes horny, basically, is that I think a lot of guys, like the only place that they feel comfortable finding that level of intimacy is in a romantic partner. And so like the desperation to find that is not just in that like animal itch to want to touch someone, but also like an emotional urge to really need to be seen. Does that make sense? Because I mean, I think I think women are just as horny as men are. If we're if we're totally honest, yeah. But um, I don't know. No. <laughs> I 
I don't I don't say anything against this. I do agree that women yeah. are horny as men. This is definitely true. I, I'm not saying anything against it. But the way women get roused and the way women get horny is a little bit different uh, than men, you know? I yeah, think yeah, yeah. you know it's not and I but what I'm not sure like I agree with what you said about like this sort of like looking for intimacy and like getting into this like dominating role that okay mm. I have to chase her I, I want to have sex with her because I want to have some intimacy I don't think it's a case for everyone I do hear you I think it's a case for you and I think it would be a case for someone with similar a, like mentality as yours but I don't think it's the case for everyone because mm. uh, in your case I feel like you're okay with being like emotionally vulnerable you know even speaking like you know every time we're speaking you're like you don't you don't hide things, you know, just like you say whatever you feel. And I think that's amazing. And I think there is, an, there is still a problem in our society. Like, it's changing. It's great. It's changing, especially for younger generation, probably. Like, for guys, mm-hmm. or like, in their 20s and 30s as well. But I think it's a problem. And um, because even, like, if people, like, they just want to have sex, I don't think it's related like sex right away i mean i don't think it's related just like because of course like we are all craving for intimacy because Mm -hmm. i think having sex overall is just the way to be seen i think you know Mm -hmm. like when you have intimacy with someone you just like you kind of confirm a little bit your own existence like oh here i am i exist the other person sees me and i see the other person so it's Mm -hmm. not like something animalistic i read about it uh, i think maybe that was freud i'm not sure um but i think that and i do relate with this you know and sometimes you know when i think about like casual sex and i just feel like it's not always it depends on people but i think for women for women is if you don't feel like seen or respected enough you just like it's not worth it if you don't have a connection with someone or if you mm-hmm. don't have like you know the sort of like we have intimacy and i feel seen it's like i don't mm-hmm. want that so and i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure like uh how that works for men i don't want to say something i don't know <laughs> i read some books right. i have some theories as well but i think like a lot of things are just related with like our physiology and yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Like that, that's kind of one of the things that sort of makes this creative project, like this podcast, or like you know, there's like an endless amount of content about talking about dating, right? Because like I can't speak for all men. I of course I don't expect you to speak for all women, right? Like you know, there is so much difference between me and other men. And you, you're thank you for saying the the kind things you're saying about me as a man, but like. Right. Like there are certainly other men like me. There are certainly other men who are not like me at all. You're totally right. Like it's hard to say all men, right. It's it's even hard to even say like most men because like, right. We're so, we are such complicated creatures and like all the super smart scientists doing their research, like they, they, they don't even have it figured out. Right. They're still kind of battling over how they think it all works and, um, it's just all so complicated. And then, you know, e- each individual person is very, very complicated. And then when you stick us all in a huge bowl of billions of people, that's, we call that society. And of course that's going to be intensely complicated. Like yeah. how could we possibly know? And yet here we are trying to figure it out because like you sort of want to know, you want to understand the context of 
going out and meeting people, especially when it comes to dating, because you do, you want to be seen. You want to find someone who sees you, find someone who you can connect with. And so we're sitting here trying to understand like the most complicated thing ever. And the stakes are really high because you want to find that person. It's a, it's a, it's a bananas thing dating. You know what I mean? Anyway. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, right. So Anya. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So we, okay. So we met and I somehow convinced you that I was not desperate, which was of course a huge facade. Um, and, uh, oh, I know what, I know what you're talking about. You talked about the pic that you saw of me. I had, I mean, this is a podcast, so this is terrible, but like I, I had, I took this picture during the pandemic, my hair had grown really long and I just did my hair in like four silly different ways. Um, uh, like playing four different, like weird characters. Like I brushed it all to one side and anyway, I, I just did like four, like goofy, goofy characters for what, any, for any listeners who are, who want like cute ideas for funny things to put on your dating profile that that's yeah, one that sort of I think that works but also probably I think something that I usually when someone texts me or for example I have like a list of matches on pure and people would ask me like can you help me how can I improve like my bio like what should I write that mm-hmm. and I, I, I see that people take themselves too seriously and mm-hmm. you know they're just like being so serious and frustrated and it shows and one of the top advices that I give to people is just like showing that you have some sense of humor, just that you can laugh at yourself. It's just so important just to, I don't know, I just see like we do some sort of like marketing research um, like on with our like female audience or on Instagram. And we ask like, what do you find attractive? Like, what do you notice like on other people's like um like ads because pure works like in ad formats like mm-hmm. bios uh dating profiles and women women would often say like sense of humor like this is like one of the top things uh just because like if people are able to laugh at, the, at themselves they're able to i don't know it's easy to connect with them you know it's like uh yeah it's just like it's very important like sense of humor like showing that you have some amazing skills even joking about something something that we say like just say something about yourself something that makes you unique maybe it sounds like Mm -hmm. very weird or like but it's just it really works you know you can say like i can make the best espresso in town or i promise i can make that or i can take you to the best spot with something but something Mm -hmm. original like um it depends on what you like. So I'm just saying like very basic examples, but I think I don't, I don't know if me posting that I'm the best Dungeons and Dragons player in San Francisco is going to like get me a lot of matches on the dating apps, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to put that out there. I think it's fun. Like, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Even so I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but uh-huh. I think one of the best guys I've met like online and overall of the people I know, they play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> So yeah, maybe you can add that. I think that's fun. Even though I don't play it, really. I don't, like, I tried, I saw the video, like, you know, just to get an idea how that works. Uh-huh. That sounds complicated. I never played <laughs> But I just think, like, the best people I've met, they're usually, like, a little bit, like, nerds. I don't know. <laughs> sort of. I can know, of course. Yeah, we are. We're totally nerds. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. 
quick plug i advise every listener to go play dungeons and dragons it's a lot of fun yeah. um but yeah I, I guess i hear what you're saying like i, I yeah and I'll, I'll be honest yeah i i i often like when i'm making a, a dating app profile so i reloaded the stupid apps again because I, i'm in new york city right now and so i, I was gonna go well let's just see if i can meet somebody i'm here to try to meet people just to see what it's like um so i had i i I don't know, just to try it, I, I downloaded the apps again. And again, like making a profile all over again, it's like, oh yeah, I've got to figure out what to put on there. And, and, and you, anyway, you feel, I do, I feel this pressure sometimes to um, like, there's a part of me that really wants to just like be open and vulnerable and like talk about how much I value therapy and like talk about all the nerdy things that I like, like the things that I think will be the deal breakers, like the thing that will filter people out, you know, like if someone's going to, if someone's going to meet me and I'm going to say, oh yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons and they're going to go like, ew, no, I don't want to hang out with that person, right? Like they're not going to, A, they're not going to like me. I don't need them to play Dungeons and Dragons, but if they're the kind of person who's going to be like, ew, I don't want to talk to you because they know of like a hobby, then that's, for me, that's a red flag. Like, that's not a person that, that I'm going to connect that's with. Judgmental, right? like without, like, it doesn't make sense. I feel like this is definitely a red flag, not even for Dungeons and Dragons. It's just like, you know, when someone <laughs> is not able to accept you know, yeah. like for what you are or another person is are. So just like, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. I wouldn't like it either. I do. I also, I also really like what you said about, I mean, not, 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 I, I totally did it by accident. I, I made a funny picture basically because I was like, I was just trying stuff and, and kind of getting bored and made that funny picture. And it did, it did pretty well. Like the, the sense of humor thing did, does pretty well in terms of getting people to like chat with you and like to have an icebreaker to have someone like say something. Um, I, I do think about like trying to express your sense of humor, like a couple things. One thing is like everyone's sense of humor is different, right? So like your sense of humor, if you can manage to convey that in a picture or like in an app, first of all, that can be kind of hard to do because if your sense of humor isn't something that works well in like a meme format, basically, yeah. right. Then that's kind of challenging. Um, but also like, I don't know, in a weird way, you, you, you do kind of learn something about someone. Like you do kind of learn, you get a feel for them a, a little bit in their sense of humor, you know? And, and like the D&D thing, like you, you might get a sense that like, okay, we're not going to get along, right? Like, like, let me put it this way. There are a lot of women on the dating apps who list their like love language as sarcasm. And I might be filtering out like wonderful, wonderful people. But if you say on your dating app that your love language is sarcasm, I'm immediately swipe left because to me that just sounds like you use like sarcasm as a, and maybe this is just like past trauma with sarcastic people or something. I don't know. But like for me, that's a sense of humor that I'm like, no, like that I'm not interested in that. And I could be totally wrong. It's really hard to give like a nuanced, deep image or, or feel for who a person is, but like, that's all you have on the apps, right? Like you have to just sort of go with what you have. Anyway, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Kind of went all over the place. Yeah. I think I think this sort of thing, like about sense of humor, like sarcasm can be a little bit tricky. I'm not sure how love language can be sarcasm. I think sarcasm. Right, it, they're being sarcastic, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so maybe it can be like part of your personality. You can joke with someone like, you know, in a sarc sarcastic way. Still respectful, but sarcastic, okay? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like as a love language, probably. Mm. <laughs> I no, I mean, I, I, I think the women who do that are they're 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 making fun of the whole like love languages thing. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. But maybe. I think what's that? Maybe, yeah. or maybe it is actually their love language. Yeah, 
I yeah. I guess I guess I think sarcasm in general is hard on the internet because you know, like if I don't know you, I don't know what you think is true. I don't know what you would genuinely say. So when you say something else sarcastically, it's hard for me to know. Yeah. Even if I can tell that it's sarcastic, it's hard for me to get a feel for what you really value mm-hmm. when you're sort of pretending to, you know, pre- pretending to, to, well, when you're being sarcastic. Right? Anyway. Um, but whatever. Sarcasm on the internet, that's, that's not new. Um, okay. Okay. So can I, um, can I start asking you about what it's like working at a, working at a dating app? Cause I'm sure people would be very interested in that. Um, so I saw, I actually saw a TikTok recently. Um, and I'm not sure how much of this is true. TikTok is not, it's not a, like a, the journalistic, uh, uh, integrity here is not amazing on TikTok, but it was this creator talking about how, um, uh, uh, they were, well, yeah, it's a TikTok by somebody who listened to a podcast. So this is total, you know, um, but they were saying about how, uh, some, at some of the big dating apps, there have been, uh, employees have, uh, after leaving the company or anonymously have talked about how they do like some really shady things. Um, like you'll have employees, I guess, I guess the worst one is you'll have employees like, pretending to be women like basically catfishing users Mm -hmm. just to make sure that they have matches and are getting interactions so that you get a match and an interaction a little bit just to keep you on the app to keep you paying for premium or to keep you paying for super swipes or whatever um i guess i should ask like well i can't i'm not going to ask you like does pure do that i'm sure pure doesn't do that totally you can ask this is something that because i heard about it also and Uh, I know that some shady dating apps do this, and this is the way they they get like their revenue is basically fooling people and getting like you know like fake profiles or I don't know. Sometimes they hire people like freelance probably, and they do it. We don't do it ourselves. Like that's why we don't have enough women on the on the app. Probably <laughs> maybe we would have like less complaints and less like negative like one star feedbacks on apps. Uh-huh. Google Play if you would be doing that but the truth is like we do have but they are not like part of our team we do have scammers which is basically like the main issue we are struggling to fight but I think every dating app has it it's just like it's very hard to fight scammers and yeah. they always find a way to get back so yeah. it's security wise there are issues like on basically any dating app and you can basically we do it like on monthly basis we have a whole team dedicated to moderation and support team who works with that we have backend team that do like um basically improvements um technical improvements to make sure like we will not let these people get into the app you know we Mm -hmm. play sim cards or whatever but um (laughs) Yeah, we don't have that. But I think there are a lot of dating apps who basically make their money with the with like fake profiles. I don't know, like because you said there are some known apps doing that, like some big apps that do that, but it's not our case, I think. Like uh but I think dating apps overall and dating industry is a huge business. And uh yeah. really it's like if you know what you're doing and you're doing it well, easy, like honestly, easy, like fooling people, you you get good money with that. So 
Yeah. Wait, be, be, the running the dating apps or being a scammer on the dating apps? I think both. I think like they, oh. <laughs> you know, they just like, uh, because dating apps, I think it's a huge business. It's amazing. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. They're incredibly profitable. Yes. And scammers, you know, they basically get their money by desperate men because mainly it's men. It's not women yeah. that have been scammed. It's mainly men because, you know, you're going to have like this, like, very few w- women on the app and a lot of men and men will get desperate and they will just like click anywhere or I don't know. And all the time, like every time um, scammers get more sophisticated, they just like, they mm-hmm. find a way to get to you like in a, any possible way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like that simple that they will simply just like, Oh, can you just like uh, click here? Or um, I don't know, buy me something. Now they're yeah. like they're more sophisticated. There are ways that they just like make you believe them, and yeah. uh, and there are also like scam business or something like some creepy cases. Like, um, for example, people actually meeting in real life, and they go and they see a person they chatted on the app, and then they can actually. Um, have a meeting like i don't know go to hotel or someone's place and that's going to be like some huge man standing there you know because we're speaking about men and a woman and and they just kind of like demand some sort of like money from you just to to be free we heard this case as well it happens there is there is a lot of like i don't know scam on different levels like online but also offline it happens well yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's just get into this because I, I do think this is interesting, and I know you know a lot about this. So, so yeah. safety, right? Like safety on the apps. Um, uh, let, let's let's can we start with the ladies? Like safety on the app for women? Because it's, uh, well, I guess let me let me just let you talk about that because you were telling me a little bit before. Like it, yeah. it is safety on the apps. It's different for men and for women. Not maybe a hundred percent different, but like it's different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think women get easily, first of all, harassed on dating apps. It just like it happens all the time. We can start from the basic one, which is unsolicited dick photos, which happen <laughs> very often. It happens like- I don't Okay, know. wait, can I ask you a question about that? You're an app, you're a app employee yeah. and I know that you go through every single chat and that's all you do all day is read all the different chat. No, I'm kidding. But like how- why, like, can you tell me why men do that? I hear women complain about pictures of dicks in their, in their phones all the time that they didn't ask for. Yeah. It Like this boggles my mind. Like w- has a man ever done that and gotten a positive response? Like why, why are guys doing that? Why, why do they think that's a good thing to do? I think maybe they got positive response from scammers. I don't know. It happens also that, for example, which is like also quite typical issue and quite typical problem that men face after sending unsolicited photo, or sometimes solicited because they're chatting with scammers. Basically, they are sending their uh, nudes with their face and everything, like, you know, and they're just like being completely naked. Right. Then the other person, like, they can take screenshots. Like it's not possible in pure because in pure we don't allow screenshots. Screenshots, yeah. you screenshot you're gonna send, you're gonna have notification, and like it's not possible to save photos. Right. But on other dating apps, or for example, also if people are gonna have another phone, they can take yeah. a photo of what you shared with them. Right. And um, but 
I think why men do that? I think men are looking for some sort of like, um, not approval. I'm not sure what's the right word. You know, they just want to, I don't know. They just, just for them showing they dick photos is just like showing like their manhood and they want a man oh. approved. And they're just like, wow, this is amazing. Oh. And this way they just feel like they are being like, I don't know, seen in a way for them. Like, and it happened to me so many times, even though it says in my profile that I'm uh, like dating app employee, I'm pure, like pure app marketer. Yeah. Uh, marketing employee yeah still they and i still i receive photos all the time in five years i've seen so many photos it's insane you just like (laughs) i just go online and then uh i can match with people but there there is also an option if people want to get like want to be noticed by someone they can gift you know with yeah 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 does you there's a with all the apps there's a way you can pay a little bit of money to like show up on its own which i do all the time like honestly i do uh, it's it works (laughs) it works yeah yeah so the thing is with this so we have gifts so there's like some cocktails or i don't know flowers or drink whatever so well to be clear like pictures it's it's a little like icon you're not actually sending someone a martini right yeah yeah so and you can send there like a text like note, mm-hmm. you can send a photo mm-hmm. and you can send a voice message. And what happens often that some men think that they can they can send a take uh, photo in a gift, mm-hmm. and I don't know what they're expecting, but it just mm-hmm. like it just happens so many times. And sometimes you know you you look at the person like profile and it looks like a normal person, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this normal person just like harassed you with that photo and the thing is like we do have a warning on pure like if you have if you receive a gift we have like um a warning they suggest your content so uh-huh. people can choose not to open it at all but uh-huh. it happens so often or like we, we just match with someone sometimes i match with someone because i think oh this person is attractive and then we say like hey how are you doing and they just send me a photo right away and i didn't even ask for it and I'm like, why? Why would you do that? And I read an article. I think it was on Guardian um, because I made the research online. I just wanted to understand. I wanted some scientific information where it goes from. It's a mystery. Like it's so baffling. Yeah. 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 And I read that it's like just a way some people just have like confidence issues, or they just want to be seen and approved by someone and it's just more related with their sense of manhood and being approved by women in this way and i don't i don't understand why it happens i just really i'm still confused like if there is so much information online if there are so many jokes so many memes so many tiktok videos so many yeah. instagram videos you know so so much conversation around that and then it yeah. still happens so yeah i don't know it's a. Uh... <laughs> I, I haven't, yeah, I, I haven't heard like, like it, coming from a place of like needing to express masculinity, needing to like perform to be like, oh, I'm a man. See, look, right. Cause like for the guys that are sending you gifts where the gift is just a picture of their naked manhood, like this person is literally spending one ninety nine to send you a picture of their junk. That that's kind of mind blowing to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's wild, right? 
Um, okay, okay. But so I, I did. I did want to give you the opportunity to talk about, we got to talking about dick pics. Um, uh, safety, right? So you were talking about, so, so you're, yeah, um, I should say, the times that I've, I'm a man, so the times that I've dealt with scammers online, um, and I think I told you about this the one time, but like it's it's just people who grab pictures of usually adults, uh, uh, online performers, right? But sometimes just like pictures from some woman's Instagram. They just grab pictures from the internet, yeah. use those for their profile pictures, yeah. say something or nothing, and just try to get you chatting. And usually what happens is they will they'll get chatting with you. And if you can't, if you fall for it and think they're who they say they are, what they'll say is, oh, I would love to hang out. Can you can you PayPal me fifty bucks so I can get a taxi to your place or to a bar or like they they just want to get you convinced that they want to meet you mm-hmm. and then usually tell you that they need the PayPal fifty bucks for uh, for for a taxi which is crazy because no one takes taxis in the U S like everyone just Ubers and Lyfts everywhere right so like or I, you know whatever it is but like they're they're basically just getting you to to send them money and. One time when I was using the apps a long time ago and I was deeply, deeply bored, what, what I would do is I would, I wasn't trying to like meet people and chat with people. I would just like spot the profiles that looked like scammers and try to match with them and see if I could like either like play with the scammer or like, um, get them to talk to me. And and we talked about this a little bit and you said, please just report them, Scott, please don't, please don't play with the scammers. Please just report them. Um, uh, but I was bad and I got, I, I wore this one scammer down um, and uh, I just got talking to him and I was like, listen, I know you're not the girl in the pics. I like, I can, I found her image online. This is who she is. She's whatever. Um, or I, f- I forget how I like proved it to him, but I was basically just like, look, I'm just really, really curious. Why do you do this? Why are you like, is it fun? Like what, wh- what are you doing online pretending to be, uh, you know, a 22 year old, uh, white girl in lingerie, whatever. Right. And I, I don't know if this person was telling me the truth. I don't know why they would have lied at this point, but he basically told me that he was in Nigeria. Uh, their economy was completely garbage and he didn't have any opportunity for a job and 50 bucks, $50 us goes a really, really, really long way. Uh, when you're in uh, a nation with a failing economy and he was like supporting his family. Um, and that was a really fascinating moment for me because I was like, oh yeah, like every person on the internet is like yeah. a yeah. person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I, I told him like, listen, I, I thank you for, ch-. we chatted for a while and we like joked about some stuff and he like taught me some Nigerian phrases to say to other scammers to like tick them off, which I like had to copy and paste and put in a little notepad, um, which totally worked by the way, which makes me think he was telling me the truth. Um, uh, because whenever I dropped those into a chat with a scammer, they just got real mad. Um, which is weird, but yeah. And, but at the end, anyway, I told him at the end, I said, listen, it's been really nice talking to you. Like, I understand that you're, that you're struggling. I respect that you're doing what you have to do to support your family. Like, can I PayPal you some money? Like you've been, you've spending, spent a bunch of time with me. That's valuable to me. I can, I can shoot you some money. Can I do that for you? Uh, and he said, no, he was like, no, thank you. It was like, like, like the thrill of the hunt or something. Like it wasn't, I don't know. I'm not sure what it was, but he, but he, I just thought it was kind of fascinating. He politely declined. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so I don't know. That, that's been my experience with scammers. And you, you know, it's usually just like, and I, and I can't lie. I early on in the dating game, I totally fell for it. Like, never underestimate how stupid a horny man will be. Um, 
right? But like, th- mostly that's what they're doing, right? They're trying to get you to PayPal them money yeah. or like yeah. buy them a PlayStation card or do they're doing something to get like a little bit of money out of you, yeah. right? Yeah, I think basically, so you have like, just to put it like shortly, uh, like in summary, it's just like basically women, it's going to be safety, it's going to be related with online harassment, which is which includes like unsolicited photos, uh, or it can be even like, they can harass you even with words, you know, it happened to me as well, you know, if I would reply like to something like, why did you send me the photo? Or like, why are you just like talking to me in this way? They would say yeah. like, Oh, what did you expect? Like you are on a dating app or you are on a hookup dating app or just whatever. And this sort of like entitlement. And I think this is like the most frustrating for women. Mostly it's just like mm. feel safe on dating app, not to feel like harassed, not to be called names just for, I don't know, just for being just when you demand, I think, which is normal when you just demand respect, you know, it's like, it yeah. doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter if it's a hookup app, it's if it's a dating app, if it's like any sort of app, but it, there has to be like respect. And um, and also like when women go and meet someone, but I think this is offline is different and it's offline meetings works like um, almost equally for men and women. Uh, and we always recommend people to meet like in very known places. I don't know, maybe Starbucks, like coffee shop, anywhere. But it, sh- it should be crowded, you know, because sometimes we heard stories that sometimes people come on an offline meeting and it's not someone who they saw in the photos, like right. online. And so women don't meet scammers usually. It's um, it's barely, it never happens. Men do meet a lot of scammers and... Um, I'm just speaking about heterosexual experience mainly now because we also have non-binary gender in the app, but mm. like it's only like maybe 5% or something like this. So I feel like you have this sort of like with men, it's going to be mainly like scammers, catfishing. And um, yeah, it's it, it can also happen that it's the thing that I already shared that men can just send their photos or yeah. for example, Scammers can ask for their photos, unsolicited photos, specifically with their face, and they would share it. And they they would say something like, oh, like, actually, I found you, like, on social media, and I can share these photos with your friends if you're not going to pay me this. It's more difficult to do, for example, in Europe and U.S., it's more difficult. But, for example, in uh, Russia, because I think there is – they have different – social media networks so Mm -hmm. it's very easy to find someone by their photo it's very easy to find someone like so russia has a service like google but it's called yandex and Mm -hmm. very easy to find people through their photo like on social media Mm -hmm. i think it's more difficult on facebook and instagram for example because there are some laws that you just like you can just Maybe you can. I'm not sure. Maybe you don't. Mm. But I think we had a lot of similar cases in in Russia, like when, uh, yeah. So so people can blackmail you. I've used Yandex, actually. One of the things that I learned to do early on in dating apps was grab a picture and reverse image search to see if that was like an image of somebody from Instagram or like an adult film person or whatever. Is it easy to find someone like on social media through through the photos? Um. Usually what I'm looking for is whether or not it's uh, like, a, you know, a porn star, like whether or not it's a picture of somebody who's, yeah. you know. Which is like right? the most uh, way, yeah, they use photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is not to say that I'm like swiping right on people that are like, look like 
what you might picture when you think, I don't know what, when anyone thinks of when they think porn star, but like, you know, they're, they're just grabbing sort of suggestive pics of people who look like normal, cute people. Yeah. Um, and, but because a lot of people are making money online doing adult content, yeah. there's a lot of pictures of like all kinds of people, beautiful people, but not like, you know, not someone that you would look at and be like, oh, that's clearly an adult, you know, adult performer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've used yeah reverse image search. There's uh, Yandex is pretty decent, um, and TinEye is one that I think is run by Google. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if one is better than the other. But but I've never tried to like track somebody down with the image. I'd usually just take the image and try to see like I just do a quick search to see like okay this is a you know this this is not who they say they are right because um, mm-hmm. if I'm in San Francisco and it belongs to like an Instagram profile of somebody in like Buenos Aires that's like okay well that's you're not yeah. who you say you are yeah. Um, but I, wa- I wanted to I wanted to try and like summarize kind of what you were saying because the um, like the difference between s- the difference in safety for men and for women, right? Like for men, the thing that we're afraid of, is, or the thing that we should be afraid of or careful about is criminals, mm-hmm. um, and for women, the thing that they need to be careful about is men. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think catfishing might also happen, but I feel like overall, um, um, I don't know everything that when when it comes offline, for example, we have a lot of like uh, security, safety like um, features in the app just to make yeah. it safe. You know, like they can chat on the app, and like there is no information because people you don't people don't even have their own names in the app. So which yeah. makes it safe on one hand and not safe on the other hand, you know, because right. like, where's this person? Like, you know, it's just like, well, like you don't know. Um, but there's I, no accountability. Like there's, yeah. if, if I'm a jerk to someone on, on yeah. Bumble, I'm a huge jerk to somebody on Bumble. They could probably track me down. I'm a Scott. I'm in San Francisco. I look like my picture with, with a little bit of Googling or whatever. They can probably find who I am if I'm a huge jerk yeah. and they could like make a TikTok and shame me or they could like, I don't know, find my mom on Facebook and be like, did you know your son was a huge jerk? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's like, there's like a little tiny bit of social accountability kind yeah, of, yeah, but I not feel, a lot. Yeah. I feel like there is this, but there is also, for example, what we do in our app, like we can, like every time we hear any sort of like, complained like about from especially from women if we get mm-hmm. a complaint from someone sometimes we don't have a way to you know to check that you know because it can be difficult you know to, if, for example if our moderation team received a report like on someone that women match with someone on they met offline and the person offline was aggressive or something and we want to make this person out of the app so mm-hmm. and i feel like maybe you know because there's also it also has been a case in the US when women sometimes speak even like in the court, you know, about rape or something, you know, like more serious mm. stuff. Right. And they're not being trusted. It's like, oh yeah, but right. you but you gave consent or something. And there is right. this there is huge question about consent. And there is like a huge right. question like about boundaries. And when someone writes, like, for example, our CEO is a woman. Like I'm a woman, we have like our marketing team, basically everyone is a woman. Then other like um we have a journal, like blog with different articles. There are also like mainly women there. And so we have this sort of notion. And as a woman, I faced this sort of situations when I was just like 
wouldn't define clearly my boundaries and then something just like maybe could go wrong and when someone writes me for example if on social media or we have an email from someone with feedback mm-hmm. we always trust women you know for us it's yeah. just uh, you you get this uh, and sometimes maybe it's not maybe no it's not true maybe like the guy is just like uh, he's um he didn't do anything wrong or maybe like it was his ex-girlfriend or they weren't, I don't know, you know, it can be complex, but we always like, when this happens, we, we never doubt it. You know, when women mm-hmm. would say something about like that, she didn't feel safe or the, the other person was aggressive or mm-hmm. harassed her or found her on social media, we would mm-hmm. definitely like block this person from the app. Mm-hmm. It would be harder, you know, to find, like, their moms, like, Facebook or something. But at least, you know, getting them, like, out of the app is something the least, like, you know, we can do to make other, like, users, women feel safe. Yeah. I, I mean, so two things there. Like, first thing, like, I, isn't it weird how there's even a debate about trusting women? Like, if a woman is raising her voice to say, this awful thing happened to me, like just in general, maybe on a dating app, but even just in general, right? Something will happen. A woman will raise her voice and say, an awful thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. A man treated me terribly, whether it's sexual assault or verbal abuse or, or you know, whatever, right? A woman will raise her voice to say that. And it's it's bananas to me that people even consider that like well she's doing that uh, to get attention or she's doing that to like ruin his day or she's doing that because she's being mean to him and it's like it's wild to me because like like what is she getting out of it you know like she the the, the one thing that you are guaranteed to get as a woman who's doing that um, whether you're doing it publicly or privately is that you're gonna have people who are looking at you like a victim, people who, who are going to look at you and have to see your story and understand that this awful thing happened to you. And that's not fun. Like yeah. there is no world in which that's the kind of attention that anyone wants. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's weird to me that anyone ever thinks like, like that, that, that she's got some ulterior motive or there's some like Machiavellian fourth dimensional chess at play. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I think there is also like this sort of thing when you say something or share something like this, you also feel some sort of shame, you know, because this is right. But uh, I think this is something like I think all, almost every woman uh, like experienced some sort some sort of like sexual harassment in her life, and I can say from my own experience that, for example, if I would say something, I don't know, let's say from my teenagehood, you know, and that I would never. Sh- shared for example with my mom because I said like I, I just remember when this happened to me and I was like I was ashamed mm. you know because I was ashamed to say that like why this happened to me why why mm. you know how can I share it with someone else you know it's like it's it's I think it's felt as something shameful and um not so long I'm ago I'm so sorry sorry I'm so sorry that happened. That sucks. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it can be little things. It doesn't have to be something serious, but there are different levels, you know, of sexual sure. I can see, I can see sure. just say something of something that I've seen that I didn't want to see. But mm-hmm. uh, for example, I read um, a very interesting book. Like, I think it's an Isai by, I think it's Catherine Angel. And um, it's called um, Tomorrow Sex Will Be Good. And it's, got, it's like a conversation around consent um, 
like at this age, you know, conversation about uh, conversation about desire and pleasure in the age of consent, and um, it's divided like in three parts. And uh, she like uh, explores the topics of boundaries and uh, consent and uh, desire, and it's very interesting that like in the in the end of the book, she basically says like because it's still a debate, you know, like what's like. Uh, <laughs> what's supposed to be um what's supposed to be consensual and what's not and she finishes like the book with the idea that this shouldn't even be an issue you know like to start with just men shouldn't be violent with women you know and because there always should be like some space for like pushing the boundaries and so on but the there should be there should be no space for violence in any way and harassment in any way. So if a woman says like I don't feel comfortable, you know, just like if we are speaking about heterosexual experience between men and women, men yeah. should stop right away. They shouldn't like oh, but I was aroused, oh, I was horny or something. You know, there is no, right. no excuse for that. You know, we are humans, we're not animals. So um, yeah, so I feel like it's it's really difficult, you know, and it's good we have this conversation around this consent and the whole movement of Me Too and so on. It's nice yeah. to be speaking about this and like um, there's more conversation uh, around the topic and uh, some people can agree with that. Some people think it's uh, exaggeration, but um, yeah. Yeah. So that's tomorrow. Sex will be good again. Women in desire in the age of consent. Catherine Angle, Angel. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'll have to read that. That looks interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I think. I mean, honestly, a, a lot of. So I'm. So, I'm a guy who I would call myself a feminist. There's a lot of. There's a lot of baggage around that. Just like statement, right? I get it, but like that—that's where I am. And like, but honestly, it's very selfish. Like, one of the reasons why I get really frustrated with whatever you want to call it—the patriarchy—or one of the reasons I really support feminism is that, like, as I'm moving through the world, trying to connect with women, especially romantically, yeah. um, so many things get in my way. So many things stop me from connecting to a woman. Like, a. Uh, 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 stop me from forming a partnership with a woman because of uh, like, like just the big structural problems with what women are allowed to do and what men are allowed to do. Like what is societally acceptable for women to have to put up with? Um, and a lot of that stuff, just like big picture, right? Like gets in my way, like purely selfishly. This is, this is ruining my dating life. We need to end the patriarchy because it's making life hard on me, a white man. So please, can we stop it? <laughs> um, you know, but like I, I, um, I, I don't know. I, maybe I just because I spend a lot of time thinking about this stuff or because I've, I don't know. I, I, I try to have empathy for the men who really push back on that. Right? And there's a lot of these guys online. Um, and I try to understand where men are coming from when they feel attacked or they feel like something is being taken away from them out of feminism or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, everyone sees the world differently, right? Anyway, I don't. I don't mean to get too grandiose here. But anyway, all that to say, I I, I hear what you're saying, and I think it's. I, I think the next generation is going to be better, right? Of course it will, and then it just keeps going, and hopefully, yeah, it just keeps getting better. Um, anyway, and women, can, and women can get the right to abortion again. Oh my god! 
Now you're you're picking on me for being an American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it also happened in Europe. It happened a few months ago in Poland as well. So oh, it, did it? Yeah, I didn't, again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible in Poland. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, we have work to do. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. I mean, I think that's kind of all of the good stuff that we, we, we wanted to talk about. Um, is there any, um, is there any advice that you would give to a podcast listener about using, using an app or from your experiences, or is there anything that you're like, Oh gosh, I wish more people knew this one weird thing or, you know, anything like that? Um, or no. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think something that I wish more women would know is just like they have a lot of power in dating apps and sometimes just women just don't get it. You know, they just feel like that, you know, that they choose. I, I don't mean to be rude to say this, you know, especially. No, I, 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 you're preaching to the choir. I'm very excited. I have a whole, I have a whole thing on TikTok about this, about yeah. how women are. Or yeah. Yeah, go, 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 go. I think women feel like more empowered on dating apps, you know, just to. Just to make like make sure they know like uh, they call the shots, you know. They decide yeah. like what sort of like uh, I don't know. It's dating is still difficult difficult for everyone, but I think like women have to just understand this. Like they have to be more confident uh, about themselves on dating apps and overall. And men, I think, should just it's it's difficult, but I think men should just make themselves like a little bit easier and. There is a huge competition, and <laughs> men have to do better. Just maybe I don't know, showing their sense of humor, using all the possible skills, just to get noticed. Um, uh, just <laughs> I I really love these videos by BBC Earth. Yeah, you know when you have like male bird and female bird and male bird uh-huh. dance. I don't know. This is like one of my favorite things ever that I like to watch. And sometimes when I use dating apps when I'm in the mood for dating apps. Uh-huh. I just feel like, okay, I just waiting for someone to seduce me in this way, <laughs> just making the whole dance. <laughs> I know it sounds very weird, but I just feel like um, we are still there. Like we're still like, um, yeah, I feel like, so it's going to be like just for men just to, not show any sort of like desperation and frustration. It's hard. We all are frustrated with dating, but just mm. like, to make it like go easier to make women, if we're speaking about heterosexual experience, um, mm. feeling um, okay and safe with them. And, uh, and yeah. And for women just maybe also like being confident doing the, the first move when you see someone you like and just like, okay, mm. this could be, um, someone interesting for me maybe sending the gift because it's something that actually almost never happens is when women actually send gifts or something like extra features to get attention from men so maybe yeah it also work i don't think i've i've never had a woman send me a gift on pure i don't i think i've been like super liked or whatever on some of the other apps um but very very rarely yeah i mean you're right i um, or I, I agree with you very much. Like, I think, I think, I think oftentimes one of the big problems with the dating apps is that you sort of assume that the other side is having the same experience that you are. And it's really not. So I think some women believe that men have 
thousands and thousands of options and they tell themselves that like, oh, well, he didn't want to go on a second date because he has a thousand options, yeah. right? Um, or, or, you know, they, they believe that it's, it's well, you know, they just, they, they think it's like it is for them when they have a lot of, and at least in big cities, I think most women have, end up no. with a lot of options. No. And Yeah. Sorry, apologies for for interrupting you. I just no, wanted, no. just one of the things that I really want to say that's like something that I learned myself after working so many years in a dating app for a dating app, and I use so many dating apps. Is just like to go on dates, like with uh, to take things easy overall. I think it goes mm. for everyone, for men and women. You know, you go on dating like on a date, you meet someone on dating app, and then you go on a date and just take things easy. You know, you never know. It's fine to meet someone and it's gonna be bad, or it's gonna be nice, but you don't have a chemistry, or it's gonna be um, I don't know, it's gonna be something crazy, but it's like okay, it's not your thing. I met a lot of <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking about when you say that. <laughs> I just, Sorry. <laughs> I just feel like um, just taking things easy and just like not having, of course, we have expectations. Of course, yeah. we're going to go like a lot through the dates that not going to be great. Or so I met a lot of amazing people on dating apps that just, I don't know, we went on a date, you know, it was a nice conversation, but it wouldn't go anywhere. But then we just yeah. stayed friends or and some people they live in other countries or I was traveling somewhere and then we just like sometimes we wouldn't travel and they visit me at my place or I visit them in their place and they already actually are married and so on. And it just oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened. You know, so it right, just right. and and the date is the same sort of like going on a date. It doesn't mean anything, you know. I think sometimes expectations from like on different sides and from on men, like men's side and women's side can be different. Yeah. Uh, but I think still like just taking it easy, like going out there, you know, like uh, leaving our comfort zone is important. It can be, it can be very challenging and exhausting, but yeah. in the end it's worth it. So. Yeah. I, I, I share your optimism. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't find, I mean, I'm on them now, but like, I think in general, lately, I'm more interested in trying to meet, like right now I'm looking for like, eventually I would love to find like my forever partner. I'm kind of, I'm not done with dating. It's fun. I like meeting people, but I'm, I'm, I would love to, if I can somehow figure a way to do it, I would love to like find my way into a relationship. You know, I, I like that kind of thing. Um, and I find that the dating apps just, I, I don't think it's impossible. So many people, so many people meet their forever partner on a dating app. I just find that for me right now, maybe for me personally, or maybe it has to do with the state of the apps or dating or whatever, especially after the pandemic, right? But I just find that it's like, it's more worth my time and effort to try and meet people in the real world through other ways than it is on the apps. Um, I don't know. I, but I guess to kind of finish, um, oh, I'm going to forget it now, but like, like, like how it's different for men and for women, right? Like one of the big things that I think I try to tell people in my little silly TikTok or on this thing is like, it, like I, th I think it would be really beneficial for men and for women to understand uh, what it's like for the other side on the apps. Um, because like, you know, for men... I think sometimes for men, it can feel really, really painful when you match with someone and you get maybe like 
a match a week or something like that, depending on who you are and where you are. Right. But like you match with someone and then you hear nothing and it feels like your one shot at connection was a rejection. Um, but the reality is like that woman, if she's on pure, probably didn't even see your message because you're like so far down the stack of, which is not the app's fault. Not like, like it's not possible to design a UI that will allow you to filter through all of the attention you're going to get on a dating app. If you're a woman, it's just like not a, they're not incentivized to do that because it's not going to help you make money. Right. Um, But also just like, how, how would you even do that? Right. Does Um, that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I think I think it's like it's a different conversation and it's more related with like ghosting on dating apps and how mm-hmm. to work it out, how to make sure like you know we we have some sort of like content about ghosting on dating apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens quite often mm-hmm. and it mainly it happens to women but it also hap- it happens more often to men just because women mm-hmm. have a lot of options, a lot of mm-hmm. options. So yeah. I guess this is something it's hard to navigate because internet is huge. You know, if you're like one person and you have, I think I saw it on one of your TikToks. You also were talking about this, you know, that you, and you have like 100 messages. It's really hard, you know, just like to know and how the other person feels. So, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, I do agree. It's, it can be frustrating in online dating. So, and I do get your point about like um, meeting someone like offline can be can be really nice you know because i've used dating apps for a few years and like i feel like wow when i meet someone like just like offline like, like in a bar it's just it's amazing oh i don't know in a theater or we go somewhere out or we just like get to know someone oh mm-hmm. like we go like running in a marathon and um <laughs> but i feel like it's still it's quite difficult because you have like kind of we have a social bubble and it's very difficult to leave social bubble you know so you yeah. just get to know more people and on dating apps you have this sort of like options on one hand you have like this like some sort of like um eternity basically of like endless choice you know you have this on dating apps but still, like, it can feel very lonely. The endless choice, like, yeah. it, it can feel lonely and, yeah, difficult. Yeah. There's, uh, there's so much more that I want to talk about with you. Like, I, 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 um, I do want to talk about how I think women do have more power than they think they do. I don't, I don't want to say that it's not unsafe. And I don't want to say that, you know, that, that I, I, like, I, I think I understand a lot of the challenges that women face especially mm-hmm. within dating. But I do agree with you that in general, I think that women do have, and I think it's kind of a recent thing, but I, I think they do have um, a little more power than they have in the past. And it's, it's, um, I think it's a good thing. Anyway, I, I, I would love to do this with you again, if you would be down to do more of these. I think there's more to talk about. Um, as always, I love talking to you and hearing your perspective, um, even, and especially when it's, when it's different from mine, because um yeah, it's important. It's important to see important things from from different perspectives. Yeah, it's, it's the same for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's this is it's been an, an hour and six minutes. Um, so, I'll, I, unless there's anything else that you wanted to say or throw out there or anything that you I don't know had bouncing around. No, I, I'm not sure. I think I spoke so much. <laughs> I think yeah, I said a lot today. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I always love talking to you about this stuff. Um, okay, awesome. Well, then I guess let's wrap it up. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll try to find a time when we can do this. 
um, again, if you're game, because I think, I think there's more fun stuff to talk about that I think people would be interested in. Yeah. Um, okay. Then that's, uh, that's what we've got for now. Um, and so thank you everybody for listening. If you got to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, uh, we wish you all the best. <laughs>